Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere back at it on a weekend no days off no days off here the fifth hour with ben maller and danny g radio i don't have my sound effect machine (laughs) deep in the weeds of the podcast dojo don't worry i'll put one of your famous drops right here ben oh thank you i love tom brady i would cuddle with him that's how cool he is you like that one I am. I did like that, unless it was in bad taste, and then I didn't like it. But I, it's the magic of stitching the podcast together, and that's the the beauty of it. But uh, Danny, here we are yet again. We've made it to another Saturday. Yeah. Now you're back. You're married. Uh, is life changed in amazing ways now? No. no? Uh, ex- except for if my wifey complains about anything, I think to myself. Fuck, am I stuck with this forever? <laughs> you've got the lifetime agreement, buddy. Uh, there's no getting out alive. So uh, you've got that. Uh, welcome to my world. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, anyway, in this podcast, we've got the, the light show, share with the class, the steak king, unless you're not. And we might try a new feature, Danny. Uh, I hope you're wearing your seatbelt. Pop goes the culture. We're we're thinking about that. We've got back scratcher if we have time. And so there's a lot to, to get through, but this actually relates to what you were just talking about. When you got back, you got married, you know, everyone goes through that. When you marry someone, you're like, if you get married, you're like, Oh, wait a minute. If anything goes wrong, you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Uh, What's going on here? Well, she also did some really nice things this past week where I was like, okay, I'm good with this all the time. Oh, okay. All right. So there's a, yeah, you get the good and the bad. It's the facts of life, right? You got to take the good with the bad. And then, yes, sir. All right. So, a bit of a, a holiday kerfluffle. 
uh, that I need to break down. I need your perspective on Danny, and uh, you'll probably go through this at some point here in the near near future. So holiday season, the season of, of lights and joy and, and all that. And um, been through, we've all been through a lot the last couple of years with the, the COVID stuff and all that stuff. So anyway, I moved. I live in, in the new, I've lived in three places the last couple of years, but we're in the final, final Maller Mansion. Shouldn't move again. Something's gone terribly wrong if I end up moving again. So anyways, we were debating last weekend to put on the Christmas lights at the new house, right? You've been to the house. And so uh, my wife said, well, it's a new house. We need to get new lights. And I was like, all right, whatever, fine. So we, we went out and got some new lights to hang and she picked some stuff out and went to Walmart, did the whole thing. There were hundreds of people buying lights and the, and the whole deal. So we loaded up and so we got back and we were going to put, it was too late to put the lights up the day we were planning on doing it. Cause we, we had to do some other stuff. And so then the next day we didn't have a lot of time. Cause did you have to shower after you left the Walmart. Well, I like Walmart. <laughs> my, my wife, you don't like Walmart. You're not a Walmart fan. Oh man. Those, just those fluorescent lights alone oh. in there make me feel creeped out. Yeah. I don't, I don't give a crap. You know, I focus on the deal. I'm all about the deal. <laughs> I'm a tight wad, which actually relates to this story. Cause I am a tight wad. So we, we were supposed to put the lights up. I think it was on Saturday. Didn't do that. So then Sunday it's a work day for me watching football and all that. We had a little window to put the lights on and my wife had to work and all that too. And so we were in a, in a bit of a rush and we were trying to find the timers and all the other auxiliary stuff to hang like extension cords, stuff like that. It's a whole to do to put these things up. Couldn't find them anywhere. You know, we're still going through a bunch of stuff. Got a bunch of stuff in boxes still, even after all this time. So I made a decision, Danny, that got me in the doghouse a little bit. I decided we had spent so much money in years past on these timers and, and extension cords and all that. It's like, you know, why don't we just wait until we buy? You know, why don't we wait until we find it? I didn't want to rebuy the stuff. Right. What a yeah. waste. Okay, so good. You agree with me. But my wife's like, no, let's go buy. Come on. Let's just go buy a a timer. And I was like, no, 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 no. We looked all over. We couldn't find it. But I just, I hate buying, rebuying stuff. Unless it's broken, obviously. And then you buy it or whatever. So it was a little bit of a disagreement. But uh, am I the bah humbug guy, Danny? Ben sucks. And also, is there a statute of limitations on when, if you don't put, there was this debate we had where if you don't put the lights up by a certain day, you then can't put the lights up. See, I think you can put the lights up at any point, but I was I was educated that that's not technically true. Well, who's going to know exactly what day you did it? Are some Christmas light inspectors going to come over? And hang a grade on your front window. Exactly. That, that's that's kind of my logic. My thinking is, well, you know, no, most people don't pay attention to other people's houses, and we're going to have a bunch of people over for parties and whatnot for the holidays and all that. So, yeah. why not just if, put them up? And yeah, if they're paying that close of attention to your house, they're probably the wet bandits. <laughs> that was that was the light show. There was no light show. <laughs> Stay tuned, though. We will have updates, Danny, going forward on this podcast. We will have exclusive. Nobody else has this coverage. Will the lights go up or will the lights stay down? And uh, and and the wife was so kind of annoyed with me. She's like, well, just return the lights. 
that we bought. Oh, like, nah, wow. nah, I don't want to return the lights, right? That's a drastic measure to return the yes. lights. You know what I'm saying? That's a drastic measure. So do you think you're going to find that timer today? I I hope. I I don't know though. I it's we've got so much stuff. It's I I might have to cave in. I might have yeah. to cave in and, and, and up buy one, but I'm going to give it the old college try, Danny. I'm going to open up as many boxes as I can. Okay. And we'll find it's a race against time because it has to be done today. It's got to be done today. And if not, that's it. So ironic since it's a timer. I know, I know, I know, I know. But at least, <laughs> you know, every year you add a few more things, right? So I'm like, well, we got enough stuff. We don't need you know, these timers and all. Anyway, but maybe I'm the maybe I'm the douche. I don't know. Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, passing things on and sharing information and all that, Danny, there's there's a lot of things in that realm that we can talk about, right? Yeah, since getting back from the islands. I've been back to not only the radio show with you and Covino and Rich, but also to the classroom for the three times per week that I go in there and open up the campus at the middle school. I've talked about Sam, the eighth grader, who uh, has brought up certain things, certain topics of conversation. We're at my desk, I have to say. <clears throat> Change the topic, please. Uh, Sam, don't talk about that with the seventh graders, please. Are you saying um, that Sam believes in going to the third rail, my man, the third yeah. rail? Yeah. If Sam was on the radio, he would be a shock jock. Okay. I guess. Right. Well, he goes uh, the extra mile. Yes, or he'd at least be pushing the envelope a little bit. Gotcha. So I'm sitting there reading my book. I have a classroom filled with mostly seventh graders. And one of the counselors at the middle school walks into my class and comes up to my desk and says, congratulations, how was it? Tell me about it. And so I kind of, you know, give her the 30-second version of the trip to Hawaii. And uh, I, I didn't get to talk about David and his drinking or any of that. I told her she could find the extended remix on the podcast here. Sure. So she she's laughing about the podcast, which she has listened to before. So shouts out to that counselor. And she leaves. Now, none of the kids realized I was even gone, Ben, because they were off school for a whole week because of Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they didn't even know. They were none the wiser that I was gone. But Sam, he was listening to this counselor talk to me. After she leaves, he says, what'd you do in Hawaii? Uh -oh. So I told him, and he walks over, and he looks at my ring, and very loudly, so all the seventh graders could hear him, he said, that's awesome, Mr. G. Now you're allowed to have sex. <laughs> giggity, 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 giggity. Uh, and the seventh graders start clapping and applauding. Oh, you got a you got an ovation. Congratulations. Oh man. Uh, you're now allowed to to make whoopee. Congratulations. Yeah. So I'm like, man, this kid. Oh my goodness. And I said, damn, change the topic, please. Hey, Sam, back up and punt here. You might want to punt at this point. It's a fourth down. You got a long way to go here. You're not going to make it, Sam. Again, he reiterated that I'm now allowed to do this. That sounds like a, a parent saying, you can't fool around until you yeah. get married. That's what that sounds like. Yeah. And if you remember on a previous podcast, I changed his name to protect the innocent and the guilty. He's the same one who asked me 
to explain gay sex to the classroom. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this is just in his repertoire. Uh, and I expect no less from this eighth grader. This kid's a firecracker, uh, this kid, huh? Yeah, man. Wow. That's my favorite part, though, is the ovation. The, the kids. Yeah, giving, oh, man. That's outstanding. Yeah. If you're not embarrassed enough as an adult, lots of clapping. Because when well when you're around the age when you uh, when you do end up doing the uh, doing the dirty uh, the sideways shuffle you do feel like you deserve a standing ovation when you finally accomplish that but I don't know to actually get one but <laughs> fortune favors the bold Danny so uh, wow <laughs> that's that's hilarious man that is that is too much when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible visit your local kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner kia movement that inspires call 800-333-4kia for details always drive safely limited inventory available warranties include 10-year 100,000 mile powertrain and 5-year 60,000 mile basic warranties are limited see retailer for details The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the steak king has arrived. I didn't realize this. The steak king has arrived, Danny. Uh, I posted some photos, more of my cooking cooking with Benny and all that stuff, my recent cooking sojourn. And I had no idea the number of members of the Maller militia that are experts, professional chefs, Danny, that can critique my cheesesteak sandwich. Everyone, an expert, right? I'm getting tips here, there, pointers there. That doesn't look right. There's not enough cheese. What's the wrong kind of cheese? 
you know, <laughs> touching up my work here. And I'm like, listen, every once in a while, I'll post a photo of what I'm doing. And I happen to be watching the Pac-12 championship game with USC and Utah. That was the last Friday, uh, a couple of Fridays ago. And I cooked the cheese. I got a buddy of mine over, gambling buddy of mine over, watching the game. And we had USC. We lost the bet by a ton. Uh, but we, the food was good. And so I made the cheesesteak, and I got it. It tasted great. It came out pretty good. But people were pointing out all that was wrong. It didn't look right. This didn't look – now, there were a lot of people, to be fair, that were kind and were nice and said that I needed to share the recipe and all that. So, But, of course, as always, as you know, Danny, it's the people that are, are total assholes. Those are the ones – that you remember, it's not the people that were nice and say how great it was and how wonderful. No, you remember the other people. And the ones you're talking about are the very reason why I examine a photo before I post it. Because there's things in the background that you're not paying attention to necessarily until the first asshole points it out and then some other a-holes jump on his bandwagon. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you need to teach that skill to a guy named Edmund the Merman Garcia over there because Eddie, he has no filter. Eddie has taken three of the worst photos I've ever taken in my life and posted them immediately on Twitter. Stop, Eddie. Immediately uh. on Twitter. And he doesn't even look at them or doesn't like try to take another photo, a better photo. <laughs> make people look as slim as possible it's yes. all about angles and then if their skin looks too pale you go in there and you fix the color of the picture in their skin you can make somebody look like a hundred thousand dollars instead of minus ten dollars exactly that's the and be polite it's a polite courtesy to do yeah. for those of us that work in this world where we're, we're somewhat you know, we're, we're on the totem pole, but the very bottom with the mushrooms when it comes to celebrity. Yeah. So, come on. Uh, so anyway, I mean, people were, were going back and forth on that. I got into some hearty discussions. They were ripping the fries that I made in the air fryer. But I think the air fryer is a way to go, Danny. I don't know. You, I don't know if you guys use the air fryer, but that's a wonderful way to cook heat up food. Yeah. It's great. It's uh, I'm all about the air fryer. Yeah. We do sweet it. potato fries in there. Yeah. We got a new air fryer. We went next level at the Maller Mansion, Danny, because I, you know, during the week, everyone's busy. My wife's working, I'm working. And so it's, it's, it's just throw some food in the air fryer. But, you know, I like my chicken fingers and my fries, but I don't want them to cook together. So we got an air fryer. This is like a boss air fryer. This is the boss. Two different compartments. One side, you can put the fries. One side, the chicken. Boom. Done. Done. Wow. Oh. Yeah, next level. Now it's officially a mansion. Yeah. Now you're impressed, right? The ice machine and that. What more does one Ooh. need? I wanted to take your ice machine home with me uh, after the uh, Halloween bash there. Is that not the coolest thing, man? Uh, ice machine, game changer. Game changer. And you don't need it when you're young, but when you reach a certain age, like middle age, you need an ice machine. It just makes life better. Ben has an ice machine that is unlike any other I've seen because it makes – that sonic ice, the ice everybody craves, Ben. Yeah, it's like restaurant quality ice. And now we didn't buy it new. We we got it kind of re refurbished, but it, new they're really expensive. But you can get them for a somewhat reasonable price on eBay and different places. You can get them for uh, for a lot less. So, but I do recommend that if if you're looking for an extra gift for the holidays, the ice machine. 
a, a way to go. So I want to try a new feature, Danny. This might be a complete disaster. No, normally when I try new things, it's a total quagmire. And hopefully this will not be the case. But we're going to do a little bit of Pop Goes the Culture. This is not the number one station anymore, is it? Week one, it was a hit. Bam. But some of the other, I did a spelling bee for a while. I don't know if you were with me when I did that. And we learned, I remember that. We learned that the average overnight sports talk radio caller cannot spell cannot spell the number one. If you spot them the O, they can't spell the number one. It's it's a bad situation. So we we tried that for a few weeks, and I had these great visions of how fun this would be, the spelling bee, and we would throw some really exotic names out like Mark Grizzolonic, things like that. And it turns out that the, many of our callers and i listen i love the people that call the show they go balls to the wall they support the show they're fans of mine fans of yours danny and i thank them very much for that uh, but we're all good at some things and all bad at other things and uh it's just a it was an eye-opening experience it was an eye-opening experience uh that if you if you said hey can you spell ban uh and they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to smell ben it, it's just it's very strict but so anyway so the way this works, pop goes the culture. These are actual pop culture stories that took place this week that I might not have mentioned on the radio show. Maybe you mentioned it on Covino and Rich Danny. I don't know. But we'll we'll go over these stories here. And pop goes the culture. The first story is a story that happened the other day. Uh, reports that the White House made a trade with Russia for Brittany Griner, the they call her a WNBA star. I don't know about that. I don't know how you, you know, there's not many people watching that WNBA. So I don't know about that one. But the trade went down. It was a one for one trade. Now we're in the business of grading trades in sports radio. Oh, so I would like to grade the trade. The, <laughs> as I understand the trade, Danny, the Russian government traded WNBA player Brittany Griner who spent several months in a Russian gulag on drug charges. She was let go, traded in a swap for an international arms dealer named Victor Bout, I believe is the the gentleman's name there. Uh, that That is the transaction that was made. And so on the Maller report card, I give the United States an F and I give – Russia, an A-plus for Vladimir Putin. So he gets an A-plus, and uh, the White House with Joe Biden, uh, they get, unfortunately, an F. I have to do it on the Mallet Report card. This is a terrible trade, uh, Danny, on so many levels. Uh, it's not an even trade. It's like trading an all-star criminal for you know a toddler. What are you doing, right? What are we, what are we doing here? This well, is I, think, I think they thought... Biden's administration thought they had to get her out of there once she got to that work camp because there was a couple of weeks there where they didn't even know where she was being moved to. And you know, the conditions of those work camps, once you're there, all bets are off. Well, this guy, I was reading about him. I, I guess I'm not up, Eddie, unfortunately. Or, hey, I called you Eddie. Danny, excuse me. I'm not I, up, Danny. I'm at work, man. I'm here I at know. work. I know. Uh, but I, Exactly. But I am not up, Danny, on my international arms dealers. Okay? I'm not up on them. And so I was reading about this guy. What are we paying you all this money for? I know. I've clearly failed the listeners. So this guy that we traded for, traded to get Brittany Griner back, 
Uh, and that's the biggest trade in WNBA history, by the way. No, there's never been a bigger trade in WNBA history. Don't! But Bout was being held at Marion Prison in Illinois, that famous prison, the federal prison in Marion, Illinois. And he had been arrested by the, the DEA in Thailand. There was a sting operation back in 08. He was convicted of conspiring to kill Americans. Right to kill Americans, he was uh, sentenced to twenty five years, and we traded this guy. He wanted to kill Americans for Brittany Griner. What kind of deal is that? Now, were there any cash considerations or players to be named later? No, there were a couple of draft picks because Biden said "f them picks." We'll throw some picks in there, <laughs> and he traded a couple of other picks down the line. But uh, f them picks, f them picks. There you go. All <laughs> right, the trade. Trade done there. So, yeah, that's not, a, that's not a good deal. I mean, and then there's that. I was reading the story. There's a teacher. I don't know if you saw this. Is this oh, some teacher, yeah. An yeah. American guy who's in in Russia who had something similar to Brittany Griner. The guy's rotting in jail. The guy's rotting in jail. Why don't we Why didn't we make it a two-for-one? Well, We're he trading. was supposed to be part of the package, Ben. Uh, I don't see him. I'm looking at the I know. Line. I don't see but him. That had been part of this conversation for months. America wanted two for that one that they wanted. So we didn't even get the deal we wanted here. No, I mean, and these are, these are low level people, Brittany Griner and the teacher, and you couldn't make that trade. I mean, come what kind of negotiation is that? Come on now. You got to hire a better GM. Got to make that trade happen. Shame on you. All right. uh, Next up on pop goes the culture. Well, here's an interesting story from, uh, the New York, uh, New York, New York area there, at least 45 people have claimed to have had Bigfoot encounters in New York County. Wow. Danny G. They claim they have spotted Sasquatch. <laughs> you got you got to be kidding me, right? Come on. Well, even though they suck and they've sucked for years, the Knicks do have some of the biggest celebrity fans. Uh, I, yeah, come on. Now, where are you at on Bigfoot? Some of the pictures I've seen look legit, but how come they're all blurry? And this is one thing Covino has said on the air before. He's like, what if Bigfoot just is blurry? <laughs> yeah. Here's the I mean, thing. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it looks like, though, from all the photos. But here's the thing I can't get over. Like, if Bigfoot is real, wouldn't there be a body? Wouldn't Bigfoot die in the forest and somebody would come along Bigfoot's body and say, all right, here are the remains of Bigfoot? Not if Bigfoot can live to be 120 or something. We don't know. But even if Bigfoot lived lived to be like 300 years old at some point, like these whales out in the ocean, there's that, that, uh, that turtle that turned 190 this week. Yeah. At some point, the turtle's going to die. Shoot you, out. Right? At some point, the, the turtle's going to be, that's it. The, and there'll be the, the remains of the turtle. Like Bigfoot, they seem to all be by themselves, don't they? You never see, like, families of Bigfoot. Where's the family of Bigfoot? Are they living in a cave somewhere? Where are the other Bigfoots? That's Where's a good point. And what would a group of Bigfoot be called? And uh, That's good. That's right. And where's the pod? Where the... Where are the baby Bigfoots? And how can you have another Bigfoot if there's only if they live by themselves and they don't live with not male, female? So what the hell? 
These are all interesting questions that I would like. Yeah. To if you saw a group of a family of Bigfoot, would you say, oh, my God, look at the big feet over there? <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, Bigfoot. I've seen him. Very big feet. George Murasan, back when I covered the NBA. Bigfoot. Yeah. Big, uh, big man. Yao I Ming. brought one of Shaq's real game-used shoes into the studio back in the day, remember? Yeah, yeah. Massive human being. Size of a small boat. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That turtle, Jonathan the turtle, by the way, the oldest tortoise in the world, they claim, whoever they are, the Guinness Book of World Records. I love the fact that that turtle's older than toilet paper. That the older than a bicycle. It's crazy. Yeah. Still living. Those things are dinosaurs. Those in the the blue whales, right? Isn't that the one that lives the longest? The giant blue whales. Well, unless they get they get uh, killed in in uh, you know, Japan or whatever. Yeah, unless they get harpooned. Yeah, harpooned. But if they they live naturally, you said pooned. <laughs> All right. uh, pop goes the culture. Next up, uh, we've got this. Do you see this story? I guess it's actually an old video, but they've made a documentary about it. It's been bouncing around the internet this week. I hadn't seen it before. I just saw it this week. This former 
CIA agent. I'm going to go full George Nori in honor of George, who was on our podcast Whoa. not too long ago. So a former CIA agent who worked at Area 51 on his deathbed made a bunch of confessions about what he saw at Area 51. Do you see this one? No. Yeah, so this is very interesting to me. And I used to listen to Art Bell back in the day, and so I was kind of into the whole aliens, Area 51, that whole deal. But this interview was actually done many, many years ago, but it just popped up again this week. This 77-year-old dude who used to work at the CIA, he was an agent. He worked for the CIA from 1957 to 1960. And I guess he had actually done an interview on Coast to Coast many years ago, and he did... He didn't give too much information away, but on his deathbed, he did another interview for these documentary guys and went into great detail about being on the base at Area 51, said there were living aliens there. There were a bunch of artifacts from alien accidents that they had, uh, like pretty much everything. And this guy goes back. He's a pretty convincing old dude, but who knows? Maybe he was he was making it up. But he gave all these revelations. The videos on YouTube, you can find it. Let me see if I can find the name of it. It's Deathbed Confession by Former CIA Agent on UFOs. You can probably type that in. Um, but he, he said this goes back to when President Dwight Eisenhower was in control. He was working with the CIA. He got sent to Area 51 because Eisenhower was preparing to attack Area 51 because they wouldn't tell him what was going on. So he sent this guy from the CIA, and this guy went in there and got all the goods and saw there were live extraterrestrials there. That's wild. Wow. Man. I kind of go back to my – that goes back to one of my crazy theories, Dana, that the, uh, the iPhone here, mm-hmm. like this stuff, I think it's like alien technology. I think a lot of the modern – like do you think how – think of where the world was in – like a hundred years ago, as opposed to 200 years ago. And like the amount of progress that has been made in the last hundred years. I think the technology was taken from one of their spacecrafts. Yeah. I think they reverse engineered, whether it's Roswell or something we don't even know about. I think they absolutely, this is not something we had. Like everything's gotten so crazy good. Yeah. Over the last, you know, maybe I'm nuts. I don't know. But, uh, that's my. No, I I needed to pay a bill really bad the other day. And I only had the, the password info locked into my laptop. But I'm on the road, don't have Wi-Fi for my laptop. And I thought to myself, I said, wait a second. I'll just take the hotspot off of my cell phone and log on to the Internet through my laptop on the freeway. Crazy. What the nuts. fuck? I know, right? What the hell? So I'm on the 405 freeway paying a bill through my laptop, through Wi-Fi, that's through my cell phone. It's 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 insane. Like, um, you know, the fact that I can broadcast the show from my home studio and it can broadcast all over the world, it's it, it's nuts. Yeah, absolutely nuts. The technology that we have today. And you think about they, they, you know, the science community will say when they went to the moon, the U.S. went to the moon for the first time and planted the flag and all that. 
And there were a bunch of astronauts. I think there's has been 27, I think, that have gone to outer space, like the moon. I, I don't know. There's a there's a bunch. But anyway, uh, they they said that we have that same level of technology right now on our on our phones, our smartphones, that they had to go to the the moon. It's crazy. All right, uh, let's do one more. Pop goes the culture. See this bouncing around? You probably did see this one. Bill Burr did a comedy bit back in 2017 pre- predicting that Kanye West would be a Nazi. Yes. That's nuts. <laughs> how did that how did, how, how did that happen? It's kind of like how there's all the famous episodes of The Simpsons, and they nailed so many predictions that they made. That is true. Yeah, that show's been on for... 30 years, is it? Something like that. And I guess if you make that many episodes and you goof around about the past and the future a lot, you're going to nail some stuff eventually. Yeah. Still cool, though. No, it is. It is. It is cool. Didn't they predict Trump would be president? Or something? Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. 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 Ben, congratulations. Uh, anyway, so that uh, that is that. So, what do you think? The early thoughts, early review. Pop goes the culture. Yes, keep. I like it. Thumbs like up. It. Okay, yeah. thumbs up. We'll keep that in our rotation. Pop goes the culture because the culture goes pop. Could be a song. Ohio Al could be working on that right now, yeah. or Mister PC, or one of these other dudes that are very talented might be able to do it. So. Ohio Al, look up the white rap group from the eighties and nineties, Third Base, and they had a song called "Pop Goes the Weasel." There you go. Pop goes the weasel. Pop goes the weasel because the weasel goes pop. That's good. I like that. You can steal that. All right. Real quick, back scratcher. Let's get out on this. Back scratcher. We begged people to review the podcast. For some reason, the Apple podcast page is where management likes to go check and see how the show's doing, what reviews we have, who likes it, who hates it, how many stars we have, and all that. They take bottles of lotion into the bathroom and read <laughs> reviews. <laughs> yeah. So we're a small little weekend podcast. I mean, we, we, we have a good reach on this thing. We're not an everyday podcast. So we're competing with some other big podcasts in that world. So we'd love for you to help us out. We're the little engine that could, we're the great underdog story, Danny G the fifth hour podcast, even though we're part of the massive iHeart family, we're a very small part of the family, right, Danny? I mean, there's big people at this, this coming, uh, Ryan Seacrest, you think, uh, Steve Harvey, legendary, your mm-hmm. guy, Clay Travis. We're at the very, very bottom part of that. Oh, yeah. So we're trying Just to induct it into the radio hall of fame. Ellen K. The great Ellen Kay. I worked around Ellen years ago at Kiss FM when she was with Rick Dees in the morning. She's got her own morning show in Ellie. Been doing that for a long time. And yep. so it's very cool. Anyway, you can help us out. Apple Podcast page. This week, did we have any reviews? Yes, we did, Danny. We have one review from Woo-hoo! James in Arkansas. But this is like the most left-handed compliment review we've gotten in some time. He, he headlined uh-huh. this the fifth hour. He says, I felt sorry for you, Ben, begging for a review. So here is your five stars for December. Boom. (laughs) That's it? That's it. That's all you wrote. He said, James in Arkansas. No, James. Come on, James. Come on. You got to be more like some of these other dudes. We've had some very nice reviews, some people that have taken time and and said what they like and what they they don't like, what they want to hear more of. Come on. Come on. You can do better, James. 
you can do better. We we've gotten rid of that one guy that used to write reviews every other week. He changed his name. That guy's not around anymore, but it's very simple. You put in the description, Danny, how people can write reviews, right? It's very simple. Yeah. It's not that hard at all. Just click on the description of this very podcast. It'll say to subscribe, review rate. You click on that. You page down a little bit. You'll see our big overall score, which if Ben doesn't talk about politics, it's usually right around a 4.9 out of a five. <laughs> there was only there was only one person that got me to talk a lot of policies. I don't for, I forget his name, but I don't think he's on the show anymore. So there it's was funny because when yeah. you two were blabbing about politics during covid that went down to like a four point seven. And we've been able to kick it back up to a four point nine. Yeah. I forget that person's name. I don't know, but it might have been west of the 405 or something. I don't know. I don't know his name. I have no idea. But he's not west of the 405 anymore. Well, kudos to him for helping to start this wonderful podcast. But we got to keep it at a 4.9, which means please give us a nice review in there. Um, you create a username, then they'll let you rank it and review it. Like Ben said, management likes it. I don't like begging. I don't like asking for anything. I've known you for a long time. I've ever asked you for anything. No, no. Yeah. Ben and I, we stand on our own two feet. But if you would like to help out the podcast, it's appreciated for sure. It is. It'd be a good mitzvah. Good mitzvah for you. Have a great rest of your Saturday. We've got a big old mailbag. Oh, yeah. Ton Ton of mail, Danny, this week on the mailbag. So we'll get to that. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time. Later, skater. We got our hands on a lot of balls. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.